Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to the Through Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through dating, school, and just life in general. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Through Faith Podcast for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And we are back for the, is it the fifth episode of the season? Yes, yeah. And we are really excited about this episode. We're having Dr. Kelly Bowler on here, who is, um, I only really know how, how to describe her as a girl boss, because that's just what she is. Um, and you guys are going to hear all about her um, in this episode. We just got done recording, we pre-recorded it, um... And she's going to talk to us about how to deal with stress and anxiety during finals week in relationships. Um, she talks all about the different organizations she's involved in. And she actually has two books that she talks about as well. Um, and if you guys are interested in purchasing those, I will link those in the description down below as well. And if you haven't already, um, check out our previous episodes of season two. And if you want to, you can also listen to the ones of season one. Um, but yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get started with our question of the week. If you want to say it. Yeah. So our question of the week this week is what is your favorite Christmas movie and why? Uh, I love Christmas questions and the Christmas season. Can't beat them. Mine is, um, okay. I can't pick between Home Alone and Home Alone 2 because I love both. (laughs) Such an obvious answer. What do you mean? Home Alone 2. Okay, but Actually, like, no, Home the Alone OG one. Home Alone is like, I mean, but the second one is really good. Because you know how, like, movies will come out with, like, a second, like, movie, and it's, like, is not as good as the original. It's, like, you might as well have not even made that second movie. Like, both of them are, like, kind of on the same level for me. I will watch both of them. They're so good. Yeah. And, like, I, I just like to change the scenery and like because he's just like running all over the place. It's just so cool. New York or the second one's like he's in New York and they're in Florida, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I had to think about it. Mine would probably be the holiday. Have you ever seen that one? What is that? It has Karen Diaz and like. Okay, I've heard of it. I've never seen it though. It is so good. It's such a wholesome movie. It's about. I'll give you a little rundown. Yeah, go for it's it. It's <laughs> about these two girls, and they get both got broken up with, and they're trying to, like, escape from their uh, current lives. And so they switch houses, and one of them lives in L.A., one of them lives in, like, London or something. This sounds like the parent trap. It is. It's <laughs> very <Christmas> similar. <laughs> and so um, they end up switching houses. Oh, Jack Black's also in it. Why have I never seen this before? It's so good. I think it's on Netflix right now. Uh, so you need to watch it. it. But, so they end up switching, and the girl that lived in L.A. falls in love with the London girl's brother, and it's just such a good movie. I'll have to watch that. 10 out of 10. I, I, can't, I can't believe I've never seen that. It has a girl with Rose that plays Rose. In, in Titanic? What's that girl's name? In Titanic? Yeah. Oh, Titanic. um, I was about to say Scarlett Johansson, but that is not it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is her name? I feel um, like we're not doing her justice because we don't have. What I yeah, look it up. Can't what even think of her name. What's her name? Um, why um, didn't you just type in Rose from <laughs> Kate Winslet? That's a Kate Winslet. Yeah, she. Uh, uh, I love her. Dang, that has a good cast. It does. It's really I need good. To watch it. Yeah. 
Oh, an honorable mention is also The Grinch, because I feel like you just can't the go... The cartoon or the real one? The real one. I am a big fan of, like, the Jim Carrey version. Sorry. It's the Sorry. only only correct answer, I feel like. Uh, I don't okay. know. I mean, the cartoon's, like, okay, but I just... I don't know. I love the real one. Also, White Christmas. That's a good I've one, I've never too. seen that one either. Seriously? It <laughs> all the good ones. It has good music What's, in it. What is that one about? Um... I don't really remember. <laughs> it's your favorite? No, like, it's a good movie. Oh. I just don't really know how to explain it. It's, like, yeah. two guys and two girls, and they, like, dance and sing a lot. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. So I you like, really... like, the Hallmark version Christmas movie? Yes. <laughs> Do you like Hallmark Christmas movies? Um, there's one that I like. Hit it makes miss. me cry every time. What's it called? I don't know, but it's oh. about this. It has uh, Lacey Shaber in it. I don't know. Okay, it's literally the Hallmark icon, not Cameron Candace Gray. Oh, yeah, the other one. The, she has dark hair. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, she and this guy, and the guy's a prince, but she doesn't know it, and it's just really like a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah, I Hallmark movies are a hit or miss. I don't know, most of them really do have like the same plot, and everybody most of like, them are misses. Makes, yeah, makes fun of them. My mom loves. <laughs> but lately she was like you know they need to get like younger people on there because you know like candace cameron beret like she's like the hallmark icon but like you know she you know it's time for like newer characters you know like that's really all you know. see is her playing in the same exact hallmark christmas movies yep. um but yeah um they recycle the same, like, five actors. Yeah, there's Guys one, I think it's called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. That one is, like, that, I, I feel like it shouldn't even be in the Hallmark category because it's so good. Like, it's not is the same one? plot. It's, like, I don't think you've ever seen it before, but you need to watch it. It's, like, this girl and, like, her husband passed away. Okay, so, I know it's, like, and she meets this guy in, like, the airport, or his, her dad meets this guy in the airport and introduces them, and he needs a place to stay and ends up staying at their house. And then, um, well, I don't want to spoil it, but you might can guess they fall in love and get married. I don't know. <laughs> but it's such a good movie. I know what you're talking about. I've seen that one. Really? I might have yeah. made you watch it before. Probably. It's one of my favorites, but yeah. You just plug, like, gave Hallmark, Hallmark and three other Christmas um, The Grinch, plugs. yeah. It's fine. And then, this is not a promo. I don't know. I just, uh, I love every single Christmas movie, honestly. I also, whenever I was younger, I liked the, like, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Kate's watched that So good. I will literally... (laughs) I think they know your sister's name. It's fine. (laughs) Um, That was, like, my... I will still, like, watch that to this day. I mean, I feel like I can't watch it without, like, a little kid in the room to have a reason to watch it. But, like, I I love that one. That one is a good one. What's that one where the guy, he gets his tongue stuck to the pole? (gasps) Oh, A Christmas Story. That's a good one, Oh, that's, like... That's just, like, the ultimate classic Christmas movie. It comes on. We actually watch it. They have it on, like, 24 hours for the whole, like, Christmas day. And we always, like, used to watch that while, like, opening gifts and on Christmas Eve and stuff. So, yeah, that's, like, the ultimate Christmas movie. It's a good movie. The icon of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I think we've named, like, every Christmas movie. (laughs) We just love Christmas. And we love Christmas movies. So, yeah. Um, But anyways, we're going to switch gears And we're going to give Dr. Kelly a call, and um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get started. Okay, guys, we are going to go ahead and get started with this episode. So, um, Dr. Kelly, if you don't mind, can you just kind of give us a rundown about who you are, um, what are some of your hobbies, what are things that you're involved in, and just what's your story overall? 
Yes, so my name is Kelly Bowler. I am from the beautiful state of Mississippi, born and raised in Picayune, um, was raised by my mom and my grandmother, and I grew up dancing. My mom put me in dance when I was two years old, and I've been dancing ever since, so that's been a huge part of my life. Um, I'm involved with a lot of different dance studios, and I choreograph for some uh, middle schools and high schools, and and do a lot of work with with those girls, and I do some choreography for um, Mardi Gras groups around here on the Gulf Coast, and private lessons with dance. So dance is definitely a huge part of my life. Um, I taught in the classroom for seven years, so I consider myself an educator um, because I do some educational coaching and consulting and things, as well as coaching for women and helping them pursue their passions and get the things that they want because I feel like us as women, like we deserve all of it. Absolutely. And uh, fun fact, uh, Dr. Kelly was actually like one of my dance instructors whenever I was trying out for college and it was amazing like she helped me grow so much so you are like an amazing dance teacher oh my gosh <laughs> thank you so much no it was so fun working with you like uh, I feel like whenever I'm doing private lessons or any kind of like dance sessions with with girls it turns out to be so much more than just a dance lesson because I feel like my purpose or my thing that I am here for is just to like share my story and help women grow or help people grow and understand that they've got the power to do whatever it is they set them set their mind to. So it was really cool working with you and working with other girls getting ready for it because it's like it's not just about dance. Dance is like what brought us together, but like the bigger picture, it's about um understanding that you know we can we can grow just by you know changing the way that we think about things believing in ourselves and like building that confidence and that self-esteem i think that's like the biggest part of like of what my my goal is as a coach as an instructor you know it's like getting people to tap into that that other side to know that they are um that they can have the confidence that they need to succeed at anything yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things like that you're kind of talking about that really stuck out to me and what I know about you is um, like one of my dance instructors was that you cared a lot about like the mental side of it. You really like made sure that like your dancers feel confident in really who they are first before getting to like the art of it or like dance and everything like that like you really cared about like the mental health side of it and everything like that which was amazing because <laughs> that's important because if your mental health is like affected then anything that you do or anything that you try to do on the outside in the outside world like it's not going to work you're going to be constantly thinking oh man well i i like I'm, i need to be focused on this whenever you should be you can't even focus on the dance you know if your mind is elsewhere you're stressed you're anxious like you can't you're unable to focus on the things that you really want to do because your brain is like foggy. So I definitely think taking a deeper dive into like how you think or how you feel is important. Um, whether you're dancing or taking a test or going to a job interview or whatever it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of building off, like, I think you answered this question already, but I, I was going to skip down, um, to the one that I had that said, did you grow up as a dancer? And if so, what was it like? Or if not, who inspired you to start teaching dance? Yeah, so I think that those are really good questions because I 
I did grow up as a dancer. I started when I was two. And fun fact, like, my mom put me in dance because she couldn't dance. So she thought that uh, putting her kids in dance, that would, like, help us. I mean, I guess it kind of did because me and my sister, we dance. And I have another sister, too, who dances at um, a community college locally. And, you know, it's just it's just really funny. But I grew up dancing, and I didn't start teaching dance until I was probably – I can't remember if I was 16 or 17, my um, dance teachers in Picky and Kara Fleming and Alicia Wagesback at Alicia's Dance School, they um, allowed me to teach a, a dance class, a hip hop class. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. And then Kara, she did choreography for um, the Pearl, the String of Pearls at Pearl River. She's the coach over there. And she was doing some choreography for Picky in high school. And she said, hey, you want to go? And I said, yeah, I do. Like, this is really cool. So I went with her and she was like a mentor to me. She kind of like opened the door, like to that, that possibility of even being able to create or choreograph for those, for other schools. Cause I didn't know that that was a thing that I would be able to do, you know? And so she kind of like took me under her wing and like showed me everything. And I still call her to this day. Like, how do you, you know, how can I get these girls to turn at the same time? And like, we go back and forth and we talk. So that was really good having somebody that was in, that's in the field that I'm interested in kind of guiding me. Um, I definitely think that that's something that a lot of people should have more of. It's like, if you are, um, if there's something that you want to do, having a person that's already doing it, being able to um, talk to them is going to help you, like, build your confidence and build your, like, your skill set, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's funny that you mention um, Kara and Miss Leisha because now that, like, I'm kind of thinking about it, you and um, Coach Kara are, like, exactly alike. <laughs> in like a lot of ways like you both care about like um you know who you are as a person and like your character pretty much first like before dance and I think that that's like it's just funny sitting here thinking about it about how like you guys are so similar yeah it's, I'm telling you she was definitely a huge part of um my life growing up you know taking dance classes we would sit at the studio until like 11 o'clock at night I think our class probably started 8 p.m or something maybe even earlier it started really late or, or really early kind of and we would dance and stretch and then we would end up talking for hours on end just about life about boyfriends about school about colleges that we wanted to go to and she was just that person that she was so open and so down to earth that you know I definitely took some of those qualities on because I understood how much she meant to me growing up, you know, and I'm, I, I want to be able to be that for other girls and, and kids and women growing up. So yeah, Miss Kara is amazing too. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay. Manali, if you want to read that second question right there. So um, our second question is, what is your mission or goals for the future generation um, within these organizations and hobbies that you're involved in? So um, I guess we kind of forgot to like tell everybody like kind of what this means. But um, Dr. Kelly, I do know that like you were the founder of like the Cool Kids Club and Mm -hmm. you have KB Education, Dance Education. Can you just kind of like give us like a little rundown about like what those organizations are about and kind of what inspired you to um, create those organizations? Yeah. So the first thing I'll talk about is um, the Cool Kids Club. That is my nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit that 
the whole mission is to empower kids through STEAM and life experiences. And STEAM is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So, you know, just kind of taking like the whole academic side of it and the art side of it and, and instilling that in kids so they can know that, you know, whatever it is they want to do in life, like they're capable of doing it, you know, and just giving them those experiences, um, going to museums and just being on the go and, and just having fun and investing in themselves and, and serving others. So that's the mission of the Cool Kids Club and just being able to give back because like I said, with, um, Kara being that person for me, it felt good to have a person, um, that was interested in some of the same things that I was interested in kind of guiding me and, and showing me the way and opening up and opening up these doors of opportunity that I didn't even know existed. So um, that's the goal is just to be able to empower them so they can know that, you know, that they have the power to do anything that they set their mind to. And with KB Dance, of course, you know, my, my dance business that I have is um, uh, coach, um, or I choreograph for different middle schools and high schools and different studios. And um, with KB Education, that started off as a publishing company so that I can put out put out some books and to be able to share the th- some of the things that I've learned, my thoughts. Um, so, and then it kind of turned into this, okay, well, I love sharing the things that I know and I want to be able to help other women. So it started as this, um, I, I created a coaching program side of that too, called the million dollar, the million dollar, um, coaching. So I, the goal is to, like I said, is to just empower women to let them know that they are capable of doing all the things that they want to do. I know I keep saying that, but that is truly the goal for women and kids hearing because, um, Knowing who, knowing that that, how much that helped me as a person go from point A to point B to point C and continuing to grow. Like I want to be able to be that for other people. So yeah, those are, those are the things um, that I've got going on with those organizations. Yeah, I mean that, I mean, that's amazing that, I mean, you've like built all of those organizations and like, I know all of those kids and us as women, like we really appreciate all of that. Um, but to kind of like just like to dig a little bit deeper in that, you know, it's hard like because, you know, you take something that just starts as like a thought about like, OK, like this is a good idea to maybe start an organization like this. What like kind of inspired you to like, OK, I'm going to go ahead and just like jump and like go ahead and create it and just do it. Um, like what kind of inspired you to just just do it pretty much? Right. So I had all these ideas of like how I wanted to like change the world and like do something that was meaningful. And I would always just talk about it. Like it was just this talk. Okay, well, I I would like to do this. I think this would be cool. Um, But I I didn't like step out and just do it. I, I definitely know that I was moving out of fear and I was I was so afraid to do it because I was so used to like the whole you know, being content and everything is just the same. And um, I'm, I was just really comfortable. And then somebody came into my life and he was like, no, if you really want to do this, like, do it. Don't just talk about it. Like, you got to you gotta make the move. I was like, okay, well, all right, so I'm just going to start this thing. And if it, if it goes well, then it goes well. If not, then, you know, whatever. But just really just having the faith and just trust in it and, like, really praying about it and saying, God, like, come on, like, 
um, I'm trusting you. Like, I really want to do this. I know that it's hard. Um, just be with me. You know, definitely had a lot of, um, that had a lot to do with it. Just like trusting and just knowing and just having the faith that if I'm doing this out of love and I'm doing this um, to be able to help other people, then I know it's going to be a success. Even if it's just one person that I reach, you know, um, I think that was just the, the mindset I had to have because it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, being able to drive a nice car or being able to have a nice house. It's not about any of that at all. What it's really about is being able to serve other people and to, you know, to help other people. So Absolutely. And God is good. He really, um, he's faithful and um, doing things like that. Because I know like when me and Manali started this podcast, like the only thing that really kind of holds you back from just doing it is like fear pretty much. It's like, oh, well, what if it's not a success? Well, what if it's not? It's really just like the what ifs. And if you just kind of put that to the side and you just go for it, then I mean, you nine times out of 10, it's pretty much going to work out. Right. I think that you are so right. The the all the what ifs. It's that negative self talk that you have. It's like you create these scenarios in your head like, Oh my gosh, if I start this business, nobody's gonna buy it, nobody's gonna come, nobody's gonna do anything. When it's like that's not the truth at all. You've created this whole like story, this whole other life in your head and it's not even real. So um, I, I was listening to something the other day and it was just like, if you know, whenever you get fearful, just ask yourself like, is this real or did I create this in my head or, you know, am I making this up? Like you ask yourself those questions, like who said that? Did you just say that? Or, um, is did somebody actually say this to you? You know, did somebody actually say, I'm not going to buy your book? No, nobody said that to you. Nobody said that to me. I made up these stories in my head. But, and as soon as I knew, okay, I need to like, just get out of the, you know, the negative self-talk and thinking about all of the what ifs, then I was able to say, okay, let's push the gas on this. Let's go ahead and go. Let's push the but- button. Let's publish this. Let's get this out to as many people as possible so they can, you know, know that they're not alone. So Exactly. I love that we are kind of like ending that question on that point because for the next one, I really want you to talk to us about your book called Lonely Thoughts. That is mm-hmm. like amazing that you wrote that book and that you got it published and everything like that. Um if you don't mind, just tell us about it. Like, what was your purpose for writing the book and what's your mission for it? Um, who did you want it to reach? Just everything like that. Yeah, so I wrote this book. Well, first of all, the book is like a, just a, like a compiled story or not a story, just a compiled um, collection of poems that I have written throughout the years. Some of them I wrote them while I was in college. Some of them I wrote them while I was dating, while I was um single there's just because I, I i use the notes app in my phone and i just kind of type things out like whatever i'm thinking i'm like i just type it out and so i took i literally took some some content from there and then i just started creating this like collection of things this free vo- free verse poetry and it's all about love heartache pain stress anxiety like all the things that i was feeling and thinking while i was in college on to like starting my career as an educator um, and going through relationships, breakups, like um, dating, like going through um, things that I had gone through in my childhood and relationships with my mom, like it's just a collection of everything. So basically my lonely thoughts, thoughts that I had when I was by myself. So the goal honestly was to 
get all those things out of my head and onto paper because I believe there's power in that. Um, because sometimes we get so far in our heads about things um, and it it's so healing and it's so um, just profound just how much it helps to write it down on paper and get it out of your head because then you're not thinking about it in your head. Um, as much, or you're, you're speaking or it's an audio, whatever it is. Like I, I, I just really enjoy getting it out. So the whole goal was to be able to share that story to, um, other people who are like me, who may feel like they are by themselves, but you're really not alone. You're never alone. Um, so definitely through writing this book and putting it together, I realized that it's not really lonely thoughts at all. You may think you're by yourself, but you know, you always have people that are with you. God is always with you. Like you are always connected as long as you want to be connected. You know, you are always connected. So, um, yeah, my goal was to just be able to give people a tool to to write some things down because throughout the book, there's lines for um, for people to write. And I definitely believe in the power of the pen and paper. So. I really like the way that you put that because I'm an English major, so I definitely can relate to like putting things down on paper is really impactful. And you just like it really is like a stress reliever, too, mm-hmm. almost, so you can get your thoughts down um, on paper. So I really like um, the way that you put that. And as for because um, we, we did want to center this episode around a little bit of um, like finals week and kind of the stress and anxiety that students face during finals week. Well, I guess this will be releasing at the end of finals week, but um, it's never too late to kind of learn how to like deal with that kind of stress and anxiety. Do you have um, any kind of advice that you would give to like college students out there to kind of like cope or deal with stress or anxiety during finals or really anything else going on in their lives? Yeah, absolutely. So your previous episode where you talked about um, like your healthy habits, I thought that was that was so beautiful how you guys were able to to give some tips and things. All of those things are super helpful um, to be able to to be in a good space whenever you're going to take tests or you're going on interviews or whatever. But like if I could give any advice is just to take a step back, breathe and know that, you know, you you can literally do anything in this whole world. So if you've got a test and you are stressing about it, like just take a step back and breathe. Sometimes you have to like study a little bit, but then you got to like take a little break from it. You got to get away from it and then get back into it. One of the things that I used to do is um, when I was studying for things, I would put some good music on, usually like instrumental like music because I can't like study with words at all because it like messes up my brain <laughs> and get confused. But like putting some music on, studying, being around people who are like you, who are studying, um, I definitely think the environment is important too, um, because the people that you, that you're around um, kind of help guide you, kind of help you stay in the flow, you know. Yeah. Um, so if you've got people around that aren't really wanting to study, like that, you're gonna kind of go towards that and you don't really want that especially if you want to do well on your finals surround yourself with people who are like-minded and um who are studying too i think that's important fueling your body the right way now let me tell you something i am a girl who likes caffeine now i would drink like sugar i don't drink coffee but i drink sugar-free red bulls like crazy and that's not always the best fuel for your body it's not always the best I would say definitely make sure you're drinking a lot of water, 
eating foods that are going to be like nourishing to your body. So um, I know it's college and people like, you know, fast food and, you know, they want to go to all the snacks, which is like, sometimes you just need that little pick me up. I understand that. But like, just making sure that you're putting some good things in your body because your, your body is like a machine. And if you constantly put trash into the machine, your body's going to function like trash, (laughs) you know? So you want to put some good, some good fuel into your body to make sure that you are, um, your mind is clear and you're able to function properly. Um, and then just, um, you know, do some, get some time alone, pray about it and, and meditate, whatever you need to do to like get back to yourself and take away some of that stress because it is stressful. And then just give yourself some grace too. If you go into the exam and you really don't know what's going on, like, you know, it's as long as you know that you really put forth the, the effort to be able to study and like to prepare for the exam or to prepare for the test or whatever it is that you're going through. Um, and if it doesn't turn out the way that you if you expect it, give yourself grace and, you know, just know that there's other opportunities out there for you, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's funny. Um, I have like my coffee right here beside me. Manali has like, do you have a Dr. Pepper? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you right now. Yeah. yeah. We all need to get me up. Oh. No, I get it. Yes, you definitely need it. But I, I feel like because some kids, some students, it's like, okay, I'm going to drink three Red Bulls during the day. And I'm like, like, you cannot do that to your body. <laughs> you cannot do that. That's like caffeine overload. Oh, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. drink some water with that. Like, make sure you're like going back and forth, drinking a lot of water. Yeah. So yeah. Coffee like dehydrates me anyways. So mm-hmm. I, I have to have like a water bottle beside me. And she mentioned like, Using that like music to study. What was that music that you listened to, Manali? The, the lo-fi music. Lo-fi. Yes, I heard that. It was like her five <laughs> on like the Spotify rap thing. That was like her her fifth like most listened to genre of music. Yes, I I heard that in the episode the other week. I'm like, okay, that sounds just like Beach Trimentals. That's the one that I listen to on Apple Music. Yeah. It's called Beach Trimentals, and it's just straight, just beats. The music is, the vibe is good because I, I didn't want anything that was going to put me to sleep because, you know, some of those calming things, like I will literally fall asleep. But the ones that have a good beat to it, because, you know, I'm a dancer at heart and I love music. Like, I'm like, okay, I can definitely listen to this while I study. Like, this is yeah, good. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, okay, and I'm going to let Manali talk about the fifth this question right here if you read that one so we have what have you learned based on your own experience that has been most beneficial to nourish the relationships you have in your life yes so okay so I I did put out a a second book it's called love yourself girl it's an ebook right now and transition it in um to I'm working on creating a physical copy coming out next year so there's an ebook that's available to, to purchase now. But throughout this whole thing, um, I talk about nourishing your body, mind, and spirit to be able to get the things, you know, you want to tap into that potential. But some of the things that I've learned um, is to, to really get to know, like, myself. Like, get to know you before you're trying to, like, bring other people into your life, you know? Once you know the things that you like, the things that you don't like, um, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, um, what you like to do for fun, what you don't like to do for fun, you know, I feel like one, whenever you're, you, you know that and you're sure of that in yourself, you're able to communicate that to other people and they're going to be able to treat you like you want to be treated because you are treating you like you want to be treated. So if I would say that the things that I've learned, um, 
about like taking care of myself is treating myself um, like I want other people to treat me because I can't expect for um, a friend or a guy to come into my life if I'm not and, and treat me the way that I want to be treated if I'm not even treating my way that um, myself the way that I want to be treated so I definitely think that knowing yourself and giving yourself what you need to be okay so that others are able to give give to you as well oh yeah I I love that I think it's kind of like that concept of like you can't pour from an empty cup almost so Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's impossible. It's impossible to pour from an empty cup. Um, And I was talking to someone the other day and we were just talking about how sometimes people come into your life and you don't even realize that they are that they are giving to you, you know, Um, because I know like in college, like the thing like the thing is, you know, um, I'm dating or I'm single or whatever. But like whenever you're going out and you're dating, like every person that you date does, is not going to be your husband or wife. Every person is not going to be your husband or wife. And you got to realize that, you know, a person that you meet may be, you know, they may be there for just a week or a month or a year. They, they're only there for a season. But it's like you should be learning and growing from that connection, from that relationship. You know, what are they giving to you? What are you giving to them? So. Um, definitely. I, I think that um, you've got to make sure that you are taking care of you before you can take care of other people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like how you kind of mentioned like you didn't put really like a negative connotation on it. Like we can always take away whether it's like a breakup or like just a small quick relationship or whatever that um, what you learned from it is like you're always going to gain something from it whether it's like a lesson or a person or whatever Um, Mm -hmm. I like the way I like the way that you put that yeah because I think so many times we go through life or um you know whether it's friendships or romantic relationships or relationships with your family or or your work relationships whatever it is whenever they end it's like this devastation because when I was in college I went through a horrible breakup it was one of the it was so bad because I thought that this was the person that I was going to be with for the rest of my life I literally thought that and when it ended it was kind of out of the blue it ended and I thought my world was like over I really did and I was depressed I was anxious I you know I, I, I didn't know what I was doing so uh, my mom, she really, really, she really helped me through that. I went and I went to therapy to like try to work through some of those things. And it definitely helped me get to a better space. But now as I'm, as I'm older and what I've learned is like, whenever those things happen, like it's for a reason. That person was in my life for a reason. That breakup happened for a reason, because I guarantee you the, the, how old was I? 22 or 23 years old that that person would not be I wouldn't be the person I am today if I had not gone through that you know um I've definitely grown and the person that I was then wouldn't be able to develop into into me now like if I were to still be still be in that relationship there's no way that I would be able to have the um the businesses or the organizations that I have because I I was thinking so little and God knew that it was there was so much more that I was destined to do than just to be you know married at 23 with you know three kids that I thought I was gonna have like I had this whole story like planned out 
but he knew that there was there was another path for me. So I'm so grateful for that experience because I have been able to learn so much about myself, which I have then been able to share with other people um, to help them in their situations that they're going through. So um, I think it's really important to make sure you look at those breakups, those endings, um, as beginnings or come ups or whatever you want to call them, you know, whenever something ends, just look at it as like, okay, now a new beginning is starting. What is what what's going to be in store next? Oh, yes. I, I love that attitude. And I like how you um, you brought up kind of like we almost create those same scenarios that we have about fear in our head, like about relationships like, oh, I had this. Um, this vision in my head about this is where I would be at this age in life but though we aren't, like those aren't real that's not like where we're at and you that's just where it's like you know comes with trusting in God and trusting the plan that he has for your life um mm-hmm. so yeah I really I love that attitude that you have about that yeah because we may think oh my gosh this is the perfect path this is the perfect path yeah. but we don't see that God has this beautiful extraordinary like life planned out for us and it's like oh okay, I think that 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 choice is better than this little bitty thing that I thought that I was, Mm -hmm. you know, planning. No, he has this like amazing thing that's just waiting for us to just follow him and like be led towards it. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like sometimes we get so, or I can speak for myself. I, I used to get so just like caught up in like the, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be going this way. And I'm not even in flow with where I'm supposed, where I'm trying to be led, you know, I'm fighting it. It's like, I'm fighting it. I'm trying to go right when I'm supposed to be going left, you know? Um, and sometimes I, I think just taking a step back and taking a breath, it's like, okay, well, let me breathe. And then let me really listen to what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, whether that's through p- prayer, meditation, just sitting in complete silence and just listening. Because I feel like once we are still and we really open our minds, our hearts, our ears, everything to hear what, um, you know, what God is telling us to do, like it's right there. It's so clear. But I think you just have to, you know, take the time to breathe and step back and, and really be open to listening. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, I think it's helpful too, like just listening to that. And even like with this podcast, like, you don't realize like it's so helpful to know that like you're not alone like hearing other people's testimonies and hearing your story like hearing all of that like helps other people know like oh wait like I'm not the only one that's gone through that before like there are so many others that have and I think that's like um the beauty of just like sharing your testimony and everything like Mm -hmm. that Um, but yeah absolutely um okay well on like that note I'll let Manali read the very last question is there anything else you want the listeners to know? Yeah. Um, I think one thing that I just, uh, I want people to know is that, you know, we are, so, we are so unique. We are so beautiful in our own way. There's so, there's so much going on in this world and it's so easy to get lost in the sauce. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's so easy to get lost in social media, Mm -hmm. in movies, in, you know, what other people are doing, whether it's like in college, like, Oh, well, Susie's going to law school and she met the man of her dreams and she's married and she's got this fancy life. And, you know, she's doing all the things. That's not your life. 
that's not what God has planned for you. That's not where you're supposed to be going. You know, it's so easy to be lost. Oh, well, this person, she looks like this. She's fit. She looks, her hair is beautiful. Like her smile is great. Like she's got all the things. We don't know what other people are going through. So why are we so focused on another person's life and what they're doing instead of focusing on us? Knowing that you are beautiful, knowing that you are capable, knowing that you are powerful, that's where our minds need to be. Because whenever we are focused on ourselves, all of the things that we want, all of the things that we need and desire are going to just come to us. And it's going to come to you and it's going to hit you so hard. It's like, okay, God, like, all right, yeah. I'm, I thank you. You know, <laughs> you're not even going to know that it hit you. So it's like, I guess I just want people to know that, you know, just give yourself grace, love yourself and continue to just to seek growth and, and seek guidance and have an open heart and an open mind to, to listen to other people, listen to other people that you usually, that you might not usually have a conversation with because I've definitely had some conversations with people that I didn't think that I would run in the same circles with because there's something to learn from every single person that you meet every single person it could be a person at the gas station it could be the per- a person at the dollar store a person you know at your job at your school be open to having a conversation um and and not be so closed off because I feel like um God comes in so many different forms Like he could be the person that's, you know, that you've been brushing off that you see all the time. Like there could be a message there that he's trying to get to you, but you are completely ignoring it because you've already made a judgment about this person. You've closed it off. You know, I think just being open and um, being open to share your story and um, and just knowing who you are is um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I think it's easier said than done. It definitely takes practice and um, I would love to help anybody like or just talk to anybody about anything that they um, are going through because I promise you it is it, it's so much easier when you have have a community of people um, on your side and just like to be able to talk to you know your friends your family your significant other whatever it is having that team of people is important so um, yeah, I, I just want people to know that they've got it. You, they've got the power. You just got to tap into it and, and know that you do. Yeah. Um, I mean, wow, I'm really glad you said that. Cause even me and Manali can catch ourselves. Like we'll text each other, or send each other a picture and we're like, Oh, I'm so jealous of her. Like she has this mm-hmm. and like, you know, we're mm-hmm. here and we have to catch ourselves and be like, no, like everybody's timing is different. And like their blessings might not be your blessings and your blessings are going to come in different forms and in different ways in whichever way God chooses. So I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really, really glad that um, you shared that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I think that it's okay for you to say, man, this girl has this, but then if you were just harping on it, like yeah. instead of like saying, okay, she has that, I want that, or I, I, I want to be able to be like that. What do I need to do to get there? You know, if, yeah. if a person has something that you want or that you desire, Instead of just like, you know, looking at it from afar and being envious of this person, like if it's something that you truly want, I think just going for it or asking, you know, hey, you work out. I'd like to work out, too. I think this could be really cool. You know, what do you do? Like, don't be afraid to like to figure it out, you know, because, you know, it it can be a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's I mean, that's really good advice. Like 
don't harp on it, but, you know, ask and see what they're doing to maybe get tips or ideas. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a really good way to put that. Okay, well, Dr. Kelly, this has been an amazing conversation, and I seriously can't thank you enough for coming on here and sharing your insight with all of our listeners. Oh, my gosh, it was so good to talk to you again. Oh. oh my gosh it was so amazing thank you so much i think the thing that what you two are doing is amazing it's beautiful and i'm so glad that you two have each other to talk to and you were just having conversations that people want to have you know and people are afraid to have them so i think continue to continue to do what you two are doing by sharing your stories and like giving that good advice to other people because there's there's going to be there are people that are, are listening People are listening. People are gravitating towards it. People are getting um, mad value out of it. So continue to put it out there, you know, Um, because when you continue to put that value out, it's going to come back to you. It's going to come back and it's going to like blow you away. So I'm so proud of both of you for, you know, actually stepping out on faith and doing the thing, you know, because a lot of people have that idea in their heads and they don't press the gas. They don't press the gas on it because they are doing it out of, it's out of fear. But um, if I haven't learned anything, it's, um, you know, doing things out of love. Anything that I'm doing, I try to do it out of love and it's not this, oh, well, I need to get this. I need to get that. No, I'm doing this out of love because, Whenever you do it out of love, the things that come back to you is going to be overwhelmed with love. Well, we needed that encouragement for sure. (laughs) Um, My goodness. I just, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, This episode is going to release on Friday. So we're really excited. And yeah, just thank you so much again. Seriously. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Anytime. Yes, ma'am. Well, I hope you have a great rest of the week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.